Hey everyone, welcome back to the Digital Church Toolkit podcast. Uh, it's been a few weeks, it's been a minute and uh, we're back. It's been a great two weeks, been a busy two weeks. Me and Josh are excited to uh, jump straight in. Um, but for those who maybe are new and um, I know from the stats, we had loads of people listen to our last interview with Benj about reframing church marketing. So for those that are new, I'm Pete Murden. And uh, Josh is going to introduce himself in a minute. But uh, we are about nine, ten weeks in to building a business called Digital Church Toolkit. And uh, every single week or every other week, we ask ourselves five questions. What has been the success? What has been the challenge? What are we reading? What are we listening to? And what have we learned and it's just our way of inviting you in to the conversation inviting you into the journey of building a business helping churches helping ministries josh introduce yourself how you doing oh doing great good to be here again um doing well so again for those of you who haven't uh, ever popped on the podcast and heard us talk i'm josh and uh, I don't have a professional microphone in front of me, so I hope you can hear me nice and clearly. I can see you, Pierre, with your with your radio level equipment there, living the dream. Yeah, I mean, it's not quite radio one level. It's more like Alan Partridge level. <laughs> but uh, no, it's good to be here and it's, it's good to chat. We often uh, have a little debrief before the, the on-air debrief, just to kind of go through and um no it's good it's been a great few weeks there's a we've got a lot that we've been uh talking about going through working on it's been uh, been really exciting so um i mean yeah what's been your biggest success peter of the last few weeks oh great question big question man. big big, question. big, big it, biggest success well i think there's been a couple so yeah. in the UK, there is a pretty major, you know this, I'm telling the audience this, there's a pretty major, oh, it's the only one of its kind of really Christians in media, in digital media conference, it's called Premier Digital Conference, and it was last Saturday, and uh, we got asked to speak at it. So we yes, spoke we at did. it, we were straight after, well, we spoke at a breakout session, but the breakout session was in the main hall, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And um, we were straight after the head of faith-based partnerships at Facebook. Yeah. So we were her kind of outro. And um, that was fun. So I think that was a pretty big success. We, we, we got asked to do it fairly last minute. So we had to pull together this breakout session in like four days. And uh, luckily we were there already. So it wasn't, wasn't like we had to change our plans. We were going. Yeah. But um, that was that was that was like a pretty good success, and um, so I feel that that feels like kind of professionally speaking, that was one of the big, biggest successes of the week. Um, the other one was we had the best tacos oh. I've ever had. Oh, yeah! And task, tacos are always a success. That is High praise. That's where it goes. That so was, that was your Josh found that on Google. So that was probably your success of the week, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I think very similar successes. I think, I think I, what, I, what I've actually like put down was like a lot of like in-person Peter planning time, and and and, and we've seen each other a lot. Yeah, these last few weeks, it's I mean, all in different parts of the country from uh, from up north in Bradford to down in London, literally within a few days, 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 days of each other. But yeah, I think the the, the pulling together. I mean, we've we've done we've shared what we've shared before, but on a much larger time frame over our. Uh, in-person workshops that we deliver 
with churches and, and individuals. So it, we you know it's usually spanned out over you know three to four hours. So this was kind of some of the the highlights condensed into effectively a forty minute, thirty five, thirty minute when when people have you know vacated the room. Uh, so I think it was a big success in that you know we were asked to do that. What a great honour. Um, I think probably linking in with the challenge was trying to condense that into that time frame yeah. with just a few days' notice when we already had like a, a week planned. You know, that we wasn't a success, planned. was it, Josh? Say, you're sorry. Well, it wasn't the, the our time management definitely wasn't a success. No, so that's uh, probably up there with a the challenge. So yeah, we were. I went over by so we it was forty minutes and we had a really great plan, didn't we, Josh? Oh, I yeah. would do the first 10 minutes. Josh would do another 10 minutes. I would do the last 10 minutes. And then we'd have 10 minutes left for Q&A. I get up there and I walk down 17 minutes later. So I have seven minutes over already. Um, and then Josh did about the same. <laughs> I was literally, yeah, I was seven on my, I had my stopwatch on my phone and it was 17 minutes as well. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I get up and instead of having like, you know, 10 minutes with Q&A on the end, I had five minutes to wrap it up. Oh, and yeah. I had to like whittle through everything, but it was still fun. Yeah, but I, that was a great success, I think. In, I mean, we got to see family down there. We got to see yeah, some man. friends. So it was just like, that was that was really successful. The, the tacos were successful. The, actually, the meal we had together in the evening, we had we invited a friend along who, who we were meeting with the conference. So we went and had a nice meal. Yeah, so we were in London for a few days, weren't we? Um, partly because we've got some clients there, so we just kind of flew in some meetings um, over a couple of days. And on the Friday night, I I did a Google for casual. Had a great restaurant. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah really so. nice vibe. Really nice uh, place in where well, else? Where we we were near? Um, it was near Moorgate. Yeah, near Mark Moorgate in in London. Yeah, uh, it was a great. I mean, we weren't we were there in the evening. There's a great coffee shop over the road called Grind. Yep. Um, the, the restaurant we went to was really good. Some really good food. Um, you, did you have the octopus? Did you have the octopus? I did have octopus. So I had grilled octopus with salsa, salsa verde. It was amazing. Uh, and you, you had you had a whole neck of a pig. Yeah, which was great. And our friend Finn, who's been on the podcast before, yeah, uh, had the cod. I believe it was. was I it think you did have the cod. It looked fantastic, yeah. um, and um, it was called Flair Bar and Canteen. If anyone's thinking of going, highly recommend it. Yeah. And it was, I think it was fairly like, I mean, if you're, I mean, I, I eat out quite a lot and I thought the pricing was fairly reasonable. It was about yeah. 30 pounds a head. Yeah. I think actually, yeah, for, for the main dishes, it was anywhere from kind of 13 to 18. Yeah. Which, you know, there was pizza for about out. 10, 11, 12, yeah, but yeah. I think that's very reasonable for like a, quite a speciality, you know, piece yeah, of meat. Like a, or, like or, a, yeah, yeah. It was great, man. It was and we, didn't, we decided to skip dessert in in favor of lining our stomach with uh, the best tacos in in Europe, I guess. <laughs> best tacos in Europe, this side of Mexico, this side of Mexico City. Um, yeah. So on the on the morning, so this was Friday evening, went out for dinner. And on the Friday morning, Josh, Josh gets to London. First thing he says to me, he goes, Peter, I'm so excited for dinner tonight. And just like at context, I spent hours trying to find a restaurant in London that was like decent, one decent, two reasonably priced. And uh, so Josh is like, mate, great choice. Well done. Great find. I'm really excited because round the corner is the best taco restaurant in the city. <laughs> And I was, I was a little bummed because I'm like, mate, I spent so long trying to find it. Um, but Josh was proven right. I mean, I've eaten a lot of tacos, Californian tacos in my time. However, 
they were just something else. Yeah, really good. I mean, we had carne asada on the corn, tortilla. I mean, oof, muy rico. They're called Bredo's Tacos. And if you're ever in London, then hit them up because they are worth it. But that was a a huge success that I think. And that was just our digital scouting abilities, I believe, coming into full force there. Our ability to navigate Google with precision to find the best food to line our bellies. It was great. Um, It was good. It was good. It was good. Because last time we went to London, we spent like hours. We didn't really make any plans for dinner, did we? We just kind of Mm -hmm. like, oh, we'll just see what's out there. And basically that means that you spent hours walking around the city trying to make a decision. Whilst this time, like we had a plan, we knew where we were going. And it was like so much, so much better than like trying to walk around, trying to find somewhere. It was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, So, um, that was a big success, I think. Yeah, I think just the the week, those couple of days in London, we got a lot done. We, you know, achievement wise, we achieved a lot in across the board of whether it was connecting with people, you know, connecting with old friends, connecting with new friends, uh, getting the opportunity to speak and share and learn more about okay, what would we do differently next time? Meeting with clients and getting some deals kind of set in place with stuff. It was just like a really successful uh, few days, I think, and it's really beneficial. Uh, which is great. So, um, yep. yeah, it was great. That was good success. Winner, winner, taco dinner. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. And we got to see, we got to hang out. Well, colleague, we got to hang out with Joseph. Absolutely. Yeah. Who is our like main video guy. Um, he was actually up for an award at the yeah. conference. Uh, he didn't win. Sadly. Yeah. We demanded a recount. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, it was great seeing him. Just cool, just cool hanging out with everyone. Yeah, no, it was really good. Yeah, really good. What about what do you, what do you feel? Last couple of weeks, we had, we had two weeks. Biggest challenge. Um. So two. Uh, the first is a fairly simple one, which I always mention on the podcast is because we were like in London towards the end of last week uh, and work Saturday, and then I had to be back up in the north of England for Sunday morning because I was event managing the service at church. And it basically meant that I didn't really schedule myself in a day off. And so like by Tuesday, I was gone. Like I was pretty tired. I wasn't at my best. And then on Tuesday, um, I have to be careful I would talk about this because I suspect some of them listen, but we, um, someone we've been working on a website where decided to pull the plug on the project and um, it was, in many respects, it just wasn't working out how either of us planned. And so I actually totally understand why the plug was pulled. However, they were friends. And so for me, like, I just had emotional skin in the game. and I, It burned me out. It burned me out quite a lot. But I think it partly burned me out more than it normally would because I was, like, pretty worn out just from not taking the day off. So yeah. I think the first challenge was just, like, oh, like, I'm tired. I need to take a day out. And two... Uh, just the emotional skin in the game. And I guess like when you're, when you're like, we work with church and ministries because we care. And, and so there's always an element of like caring, like you're all, we're always going to care more than we would if it was like, I don't know, like a plumber, like, you know, like we, we've got, like for me anyway, like I've got emotional skin in the game. And so like, I think the challenge kind of for me was just man, like, like, I, on paper, this is a totally reasonable decision of theirs, but emotionally, like I'm bummed, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, like I think that was a challenge. Yeah, and it happens, you know. Oh yeah, these things, 
these things happen. I think even another another one like with the success was just linking in still as I'm, you know, migrating from being a solo worker to kind of working in a, in a company. There was, there was there, yeah. there's been a you know a, a client and a, and a um, kind of an organisation that I spoke to I think back in March time and made an agreement to do some branding and web work and uh, got things kind of like wrapped up brand front early on, but the web's just taken, it's just been just kind of, well, everything kind of took a while. Actually the logo took a long, long, long time, you know, way beyond like the time frame. And it's like actually now just this week in November, it's basically officially <laughs> sign off and there's like one final call. And it's like that started in March and was yeah. probably supposed to be finished at the very latest in the beginning of May, yeah, you know, time, something like that. So um, that's kind of like a, it can be a challenge at times. And I've still got a few, again, from a similar time frame back in February, March, which is still ongoing. And I guess that that's the challenge of like, oh, you know, I realize I need to put some, uh, some better systems in place so that this doesn't happen. Um, sometimes there's like the, the, the grace zone where it's like, oh, it's fine. I can pick it up again because I don't have work. But it's like the, as, as we grow and, and things are busy, it's like yeah. I just don't have the, the actual time to suddenly jump in two months down the line when, when we had an agreement that it would be finished in the first two months. Yeah. I, I actually, I'm just not available to pick it up now. So that makes it, that can make it difficult. Fortunately, I did with this website have a bit of time. But um, yeah, it can, be a, it can be a challenge when, I mean, anything can happen with a client. I think that was our first, that was our first one since kind of being officially together in it where it's like somebody agreed to something then then they, then they, then they backed out and you know um these things happen so these things happen man and it was like the, the reasoning was totally legitimate like it wasn't a falling out like it wasn't it wasn't bad it just just wasn't working out the way either of us uh was was hoping it would work out you know and that's fine you know that's gonna happen you know yeah so but yeah i think so i think for me it was just the, the challenge was like oh like i've got emotional skin in the game here and I yeah. probably need to, you know, and I'm tired, which means that your your kind of processing of things is always not going to be the best because you're like tired. So, yeah, but it was it's still a great. It's all I think every experience is a learning experience, and so I, if anything, like I've learned so much about that, and we're, you know, we're changing how we onboard clients and some of our contract stuff. Not because not because we think they did anything wrong, but just cause we're recognizing, okay, we need to set expectations better and all that kind of stuff. So it's actually super helpful, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I think, I think probably the thing about the last couple of weeks or even maybe this week, it's been a bit lighter on, it's been a bit of a, not necessarily lighter, but it's been, it's been more of a sustainable work week of, it's not been, it's not been absolutely gung ho, um, which it has been probably more often than not. And I've done a podcast. Um, but I think that I think the times when it's kind of a bit more like, oh, there's air to breathe. I think procrastination can be a little <laughs> bit of a, a thing, especially again, like when you work from home. It's and it, and it's kind of like you're not so rammed with with work that it's like, oh, you just know that you have to work from the crack of dawn till like the second you fall asleep. But when it's like, oh, actually, there's time to schedule. It's kind of sometimes it can be like, wow, I'll read this now. I'll look at this now. I'll follow this trail right now, and it's like. And then end up being like, oh, I'll push it till I'll work in the evening or I'll do it in the morning and not do anything in the evening. It's kind of like the procrastination is something that I'll put this off because I'll do it later because I've got the time. Um, and I've realized, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I could have been, you know, doing this in the evening this week or I could have, you know, been more intentional as opposed to like dragging the project out over the course of yeah, a little bit yeah, longer yeah, yeah. than being like, 
I'm going to set you two hours right now and we'll get it done. It's been like, oh, I'll take five hours and do this and that and float around, which sometimes it's nice and it's probably actually, I'll probably look back and be like, oh, that was nice to kind of do it like that this week. But sometimes it can be like, oh, I could have actually, you know, gone through this book in the evening that I'd set aside that I wanted to do, or I, you know, could have, you know, watched this series that I've been watching with my wife or something, or whatever it was. It's like, by kind of like spreading something out time-wise and dragging it out, it means that, oh, actually, I'm actually saying no to a few other things. If instead of being like, block in these two hours and you've got these three hours free, if that makes sense. So I think that's probably been the challenge the last week, um, probably for me. Um, but again, I've, 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 I've locked it in. I've recognized it. So I'm like, okay, okay, come on, Josh, put it together. Come Not a big on. deal, but let's, let's make sure it works, you know, going forward. I think that is the trickiness of kind of, you know, we have each other to hold each other to account that, basically working for yourself and working from home is that you do have to be more like managing those kind of things can be tricky, can't it? You know? Yeah. Um, like managing your time, not procrastinating, um, you know, because it's not like you've got a meeting at two, you know, we just don't, our lives are a little more kind of sporadic than, than if we had an office and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely, um, uh interesting yeah uh what have you been what are you reading peter so i finished a book called the private lives of the saints yeah pretty confident i've talked about it on the podcast before but i finished it when we were in london i think it was on the friday morning so i got up super early uh so john i got there thursday just got there friday and on friday morning i got up super early like i think i was the first person in the in the restaurant like in the hotel restaurant for breakfast um and basically just read and you know like so i finished the book out it was just really good so it tells the kind of historical stories of some of the early saints in england covers about a six seven hundred year um time period from about the 1400 the 400s all the way through to kind of the 1100s and uh, really great book really enjoyed it uh kind of more historical than theological uh, but it was just hearing the stories of people who have been trying to follow Jesus uh, on these islands, the British Isles, for you know that 50, over fifteen hundred years ago, was just awe inspiring. And realizing that you know the challenges they face aren't too different from the challenges we face today. You know, following Jesus in a pagan mm. world. Uh, you know, we think. Oh, we talked about this at the conference a little bit. Like we can think that those worlds were so different from ours today because of technology that the challenges they face are so different than ours. But the reality is like the pagan gods are still here. They're just called a different name. And um, like the, the, yeah. So it was just really inspiring. So finish that. I started a few other ones uh, this week, but that's kind of the main thing that I finished last week. Nice. Great, I think that's probably, I that might be the first book we've finished on the podcast. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. I mean, we, we're, we're pretty uh, relentless at starting books, but uh, that yeah. could be the first finished one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What have you started then, Josh? <laughs> There's been many. As I've, I don't know if I've, I think I've said on the podcast before, but um, uh, I, or maybe I haven't, but I use a, on my phone as an app called scribd s-c-r-i-b-d which is like a an online e-reader um that has a selection of books audio books documents etc etc uh i've got a kindle and i love using the kindle and i have you know 
regular books when they're usually bought for me or if I see them in a charity shop. I rarely buy a book brand new uh, from like Amazon, although I love love that. I just, it's just been from traveling around you know the world and living in different countries. It's like, oh, it's easy just to have an e-reader. Yep. Anyway, I found this thing called Scrib. So I'm just like always searching like for books and save into my library and I'll dip in and read a chapter or two. Um, but I was at somebody's house the other day and they um, had given me a book to read. They said, oh, you might really like this one. And it's called Primal Branding. And uh, I brought it with me. It's the one I took down to, to London. And I started a bit on the train. Just read, I only read the first chapter. So again, it's, I'm, you know, barely Have you read any it, since I'm, then? Uh, I dipped in that in out of probably every other chapter. Okay, and just like I flick through until I've seen like a name I recognize and I'm like oh I'll read that section <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, I'm one of those people when it comes to reading but anyway it's just really good I think it's probably it's just connected in with what I'm like learning um, well two parts of what I'm learning but it's what I'm reading and just, just even in this one chapter of the book and I say one chapter even just breaking it down to one literally page of the book of, of how people are doing it but the, the overarching theme of the book, it's like there's the it's structures to creating an identity. So it's about branding. And it's basically like there are some structures and almost like a formula to follow. If you have these these things, you will have a great brand. Again, similar to kind of like when you're doing the Donald Miller story brand framework, we always talk about there's like structures and things you put in place for like this is how this is like the formula for creating a brand, creating a you know product to sell, creating a memorable name, etc. The same when you're creating a memorable brand or a or something like that. There's the this person has kind of mapped out seven uh, seven stages to creating that, and I think it's just been fascinating to to a in building business as well about just the formulas and the structures. Again, I'm a very like structure free, hence the procrastination challenge in the last thing. But structures are good, you know structures structures are a great platform to, to springboard off and, and actually can you know propel you further than they would if you just think, you know, even, you know, can propel you further than just being like, well, I'm going to keep it all open. I'm just going to run with it. It can actually give some direction for the, you know, for where you're heading. So I, I think I've liked reading that and learning about like just some of the structures people have put in place, other agencies, other companies, why they did it, what the story was, you know, just the different parts of that, of creating access. like, ah, this like we're starting to formulate our own structure and we'll start to build that as we plan towards you know 2020 and beyond of what it looks like to be digital church toolkit of who we are of our culture of like what we're building who our identity is why people would choose to use us so we're starting to build that and i think it's like okay it's good that we have some structures and formulas formulas are good for when we send out pricing plan it's like we've got a pricing plan we can we can map it out in our head um, as we're on the fly as opposed to like, oh, I think it's going to be this or I want this amount. It's like, this is, a, this is the plan. We can make profit off this. We can pay the bills from this. Like this works out for everyone. So I've probably got that from like one page. It's, you know, like when you read a book and you like, you read one page then you start to like process like yeah, yeah, yeah. based off that page. But it's not really what the book's talking about, but it's against a lot of the other stuff you're thinking about. That's kind of like helped me in just like the, what I've been learning, what we've been talking about, about, you know, some of the software we're thinking to purchase to help manage everything better. It's kind of like all adding in. It's like, ah, structures are going to be really important for us to propel us to levels of success. That's yeah. similar to my learning. Interesting. Interesting. Do you want to jump to the learning part now if you're on it? Yeah, let's go. Or do you want to keep the structure? 
Well, let's go with the structure. So, so that's what you've been reading. That's super interesting. Yeah. What have you been listening to? Um, again, just some classic uh, random jazz playlists Come or on. things like that on YouTube. Just like something fairly minimal, low key, nothing too out there. But I think the actual intentional thing I've listened to and, and been thinking about a lot was this Facebook lady who was at the conference. Oh, yeah. Um, who was speaking before us. And um, her name's Nona. Is it Nona Jones? Jones? Nona Jones. I think I remember that because it was almost Nora Jones. I'm like, is that Nora? <laughs> Nona Jones. And um, she's great. You'll find her just by typing her name in, N-O-N-A Jones on Instagram, Facebook. And uh, she has had a lot of wisdom. Obviously, works at Facebook. She's a pastor of a church. Um just the stuff she was showing. And you, and the last few minutes you've gone out, hadn't you, to the toilet and a few things, I think to uh, just... We were about to talk straight after. So I went out, got myself a drink of water, like went to the loo, you know, made sure I looked good. I was first up. So I was just like making sure like we were ready to go. Um, but there's just the stuff, the stuff that she dropped, like the knowledge she dropped us in the last seven minutes was like, oh, this was worth the, the entry fee alone, you know? Um just so so much gold about uh, Facebook groups. Actually, what's possible within Facebook groups? It just it just made you dream. So like I was sitting there dreaming and thinking, like, oh my goodness, this is possible. Some of the stuff she was saying, you know, she was ba- she was basically saying that um, you know she's like Facebook Live wasn't created necessarily for their live in the moment streaming of a church service. You know that that wasn't for that because she was going through and kind of sharing like you know we we make it so exclusive. You know we <clears throat> we share people like oh. You know, hey, you want to get help? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we've got the answer. Come and meet us at this time on a Sunday. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's one time that we can meet and you can get the advice or the wisdom or what you need, you know? And every other time it's like, send an email or we're locked off. And it's like, it makes it very exclusive where it's like, well, you know, if we're competing with kids' football practice or going to the cinema, it's like, why can't we make ourselves available all the time? Like, you know, online through groups and having stuff like that. So, a group is the community, the Facebook page that your church is where you go live from. <clears throat> that's literally the front door of the church. The group, having a Facebook group is where you build real community. So she was suggesting that within that, she's like, you know, go li- use the live purpose for going live on a Monday morning after the Sunday service, talk to the people who have listened to the service, uh, tell them why, you know, what was on your heart and just like, kind of like debrief it perhaps with your community. Um, you can run like groups on there. So you could run an alpha course or a marriage course online inside of a group. You could show the videos and then have a discussion point. So people who can't make a regular meeting because perhaps they're a lorry driver traveling around the country or they, they're a businessman or a stay-at-home mom and the kids are going to sleep or whatever it is, or just, you know, life. It's like actually people can still be part of a community online doing that. And it just was, it was like, oh, the power of this. And the fact that Facebook had employed somebody because they realized that the most people who are, who are getting the most engagement and the most benefit from online communities and, and, and you know, community building were faith-based groups on Facebook. And that was like the most engagement. So they're like, oh, let's, let's really actually invest in this and see how we can build it more. So for me, it was just like worth its weight in, in gold, like that, that, that conversation. So listening to her, learning from that, I think they're my, that's been on my mind the last week. Um, um. Yeah. What have, uh, what have you been listening to? Um, well, we have to mention it. Jesus is King. There we go. Kanye West. I, I'm loving it. I've been a Kanye West fan 
for years, a decade and more. Oh. But um, it is, I'm loving it. So that's like the first thing I've been listening to. And then one of the podcasts I listen to is Karen Newoff, which, I mean, if you don't listen to Karen Newoff's podcast, you should do. And he dropped an interview with N.T. Wright last week or this week. I think he dropped it this week. And it is phenomenal. So that's the oh. other thing I've been listening to. Absolutely phenomenal. I'm uh, checking so those out two, those two things. What made it phenomenal? So, I mean, N.T. Wright is like proper meaty theology. And carrying you off is like leadership 101, like absolutely amazing on kind of leadership principles. And just to see those two things on the same podcast is amazing. She got this guy who knows how to lead people, knows how to lead churches and organizations, interviewing like one of the world-class best theologians. Uh, And just the mix is so like, I just love it. Like that mix is kind of the stuff I'm going after in my life. So. Oh, I'll check it out. What, what, what was like a highlight? Oh, it's all just so, it's so, it's like going to a barbecue and asking what the highlight was. You're like, it is all good meat. I don't like, I don't have a highlight. It's all good meat. So you just need to go and listen to it. But um, yeah, there we go. Oh, okay. I'm sold. You're sold. Everyone should go and listen to that. So that's been what I've been listening to, loving both of those two things. What have you learned? I've kind of hit all my learning points, I think. So uh, yeah. on when when was I in Bradford with you? On Tuesday, yeah. We got we were we got we sorted us we were covered with insurance, but we just we had to sort ourselves out with some higher level cover and that was Wednesday, wasn't it? Not Tuesday. No, that was Wednesday. Sorry, that was Wednesday. Sorry, that was Wednesday. So on- not that it matters for the not that it matters for the listeners, but I just was like, oh my goodness, this week has gone very fast. <laughs> I know it's Friday afternoon already. So f- Wednesday afternoon, we we sort ourselves out with some business insurance and uh, contents insurance for like our laptops and our phones and a whole bunch of stuff. And um, we were just, I just kind of realized like the container that we're building, like you can only grow as big as the container. Mm. Uh, yeah, you can, you know, and and we're building a big, we're building the container to grow, and we've got to have those structures in place to get to where we want to be, yeah. um, and I think that, you know, um, and I think a lot of the pain points that we're feeling in the business are probably because of the lack of structure, because yeah. for like a couple of months or eighteen months or however long we say we've been going, we have basically been doing it on the fly. Mm-hmm. but we're now in a position where we need to have some structure you know we need we need the insurance we need the content insurance we need the we need the business processes we need to make sure we've got like really rock solid contracts in place you know all yeah. that kind of stuff because of the kind of work that we're doing yeah. and i think that was really helpful uh not helpful but i think it's really crucial because it you know you can only grow as fat, as big as the container and the, the structure is the container yeah and um I think it was the same day or the day after we posted, it was the same day we posted this quote from Bill Johnson, who is like a father to both of us. And the quote is this, um, all structure is to give passion a place while strategy is to give passion a focus. Mm. And I'm like, man, like, our our we've got a lot of passion you know we we we've got a lot of passion but we need structure to like to like give it somewhere to go and we've got you know and and the strategy we're pretty good at the strategy bit because it allows us to be really focused and i think that's just really helpful to me in my thinking like 
okay, we need that structure piece. We've got passion, we've got strategy, we've got focus, but it's the stru- it's the structure bit that we need so that it can all fall in the right place, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's just so, you know, just, I think that feels like the stage that we're at and going into 2020, it feels like that's where we're going to be kind of on, even more so. Yeah. Good word. Come on. I think that's it. I think, I think the, the learning parts have just, it's been all over, but we yeah, with structures and, you know, learning about the groups and Facebook and just the power of building community online and digital. And actually that's, you know, it's just, I believe it even more. Um, but there's just so much. I think, I mean, I've covered a lot of that, but you know, through, throughout sharing, but yeah, this is, it's been a good one. It's been a good one. So a bit of Carrie Newhoff, NT right level of meat in this one. I feel hopefully. <laughs> so, Hey everyone. Um, as always, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, we would love you to give us a little rating, a little cheeky review. Um, also, why don't you send it to a friend? Like, if you've got a friend that's a comms manager at a church or pastor at a church or on staff at a church or volunteer at a church, send it to them. Say, hey, I listened to this podcast. This stuff is gold. If you think it's gold, you can do that. We would love you to spread it. Send it, it to a friend. Please do it. Send it. Do that. You can do that. Uh, we've got a couple of exciting things coming up in the next month or so. So um, the first thing we've got that's exciting coming up in the next month or so is we are going to do a special episode all about Facebook ads. Um, We talked about it the other week. We got some DMs on Instagram and people were like, we would love an episode just about Facebook ads. So we're going to go all in on Facebook ads in a couple of weeks' time on the podcast. That'll be like a Bring your friends along. Bring your friends along. It's going to be amazing. And... um, Really, you know, we're in November. So you're thinking about 2020 and what you're going to do in 2020 when it comes to digital. And really do believe that ads can be part of your mix in 2020. So that's the first thing we've got coming up. The second thing we've got coming up is we are launching a clothing brand. Whoa. It's going to be called Common Good Supply Co. We're partnering with some amazing Christian designers uh, to launch some merch. Um, and we're launching on Black Friday. So we're super excited about that. And uh, we're, that's kind of a big thing that's been going on behind the scenes for about six months. And that is all going live Black Friday, which is February, November 27th. No, February. 29th. <laughs> November 29th. <laughs> yeah. No, that's going to be great. Yeah. We'll, we'll share even more about that, I think, because, um, you know, we haven't shared anything with the, with no. the podcast. But again, no. follow Digital Church Toolkit, follow Common Good Supply Co. on Instagram. Um, gonna gonna, you'll start to hear more about that. And it, was, it's, it's just, it was kind of like the, the culmination of just starting to connect with a lot of great Christian designers out there, helping churches, building churches, meeting them, and, and starting to hear, like, and starting to see the quality of their work and being like, wow, they're doing a lot of stuff for churches. Like, how could we... I know what it's like as a, as a freelancer trying to sell stuff as well, like create your own art and, and do that. It's like you sometimes don't have the time to do that. It's like we have connections in the printing. I used to work in a print studio. We've got, we've got, um, we've got a team that, you know, you, it's, you, you myself, you know, we've got Joseph in films. We've got people who create content to help things like this. Yeah, we, we, we've, got, we've got a big team of people that know how to sell. And yeah. I think a lot of designers, they're great at designing, but they might not be able to sell. They might yeah. not have the expertise to build themselves a shop. They might not have the marketing skills to be able to the time the time. You know, they're too busy grinding out those designs. And so we just want to build it. We want to build a platform that one, uh, showcase Christian designers to help them make some money 
And three, produce Christian clothing that people actually want to wear because most of the stuff... Amen. Amen, hallelujah, because most stuff is diabolical. So uh, it'll be a fish, a fish-free zone. It'll be a rainbow-free zone. Um, it'll be a sunset-free zone. Oh, don't. I'm going to make a T-shirt with all those things on it. Please do. You can sell it on your own website. Um, okay, I will. I will. You watch, <laughs> you watch me. Um, so that's really exciting. And um, third thing that's coming up in the next couple of weeks, we are doing a conference in oh. February. That's where my February was coming from before. So in February, we're doing a virtual conference. It's going to be online. And uh, in the next seven days, we are dropping the speakers. We are we are pretty pretty excited about the speakers we've got confirmed. There, yes, there's we some pretty good set of speakers uh and in our first even in our first lot of announcements on speakers the set of speakers we're announcing are just quality 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 people so we're really excited we just wanted to find a way to resource church leaders church pastors church staff more as they do things for the kingdom build his church preach the gospel expand the kingdom so that registration's opening for that in the next seven to ten days, and you should jump on that. It is going to be phenomenal. Free registration, totally it's just free. Purely an email address so that we can let you know when it goes live and where to find us. So yeah, we're excited about that. But have an amazing week. Have a great week, everybody.